I'm William Tupo. Welcome to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Tonight we have a special guest, Jack Jepersini. And we will be talking to him about his rugby career and his life so far in Japan. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> oh, beauty. No, what an intro. That again. Huh? No, that's nah. us. That is us. That's good. Let's, awesome. go, let's go, let's no, go. No second let's go. chances. That's great, man. Let's go. Yeah, before I push record, I'm like, oh, you can do as many as you want. And then as soon as you push, I say, no, 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 no. But, yeah, I thought you were going to... Um, have another crack at it, eh? I thought that was... Uh, <laughs> was that no good? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I just didn't like it. No. Yeah. no. Oh. Oh. Mm. I said I'm properly... <laughs> but nice. Yeah. Uh, we got tubes back. <laughs> we got booze oh, back. Oh, we're on. Oh, we're back, Yeah, right? I like it. Um, and yeah, so we're back to our uh, awesome foursome, eh? Oh. Nice. Oh. 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 Yeah. How is everyone? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, no, it's good. You want to share it around eh? uh, Whenever I'm editing it, I'm like, oh, man, I talk too I much. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah That's good. That's good. Nice. Nice. Cool. Cool. Uh, Shall we just remind everyone who's here? We got Bills. Oh, Billy. Billy. B Mac. B Mac's here. JK. Whoa. Okay. Only <laughs> <laughs> kiss. And we got. Me. Where's <laughs> me? Just Doug, I guess. We need to find a good nickname for you. Yeah, I, like I'm hurt every time I say you guys' names. I'm like, man, B Max cool. I'm like, man, Billy's cool. Man, JK's cool. And it's like, oh, I just Doug the translator. <laughs> it's like just his job. <laughs> I might change my nickname. No, Billy's no, you, good. You said you wanted Billy. <laughs> Hey, Nakajima actually liked it. <laughs> call me Belly. <laughs> yeah, who's Belly? Who's just your... Oh, he's going off belly. your um, appearance. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie's just dropping that one. Silently. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Bill said, we've got a special guest. We've kind of had him waiting for a little while, so should we just give him a call and see how that goes, eh? Yeah, nah, it's all easy. Cool, cool. He's probably going to sleep. Nah. Jack, bro, are you there? You there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I could hear oh, you no. now. What's going on, brother? Nothing much. Day off today, which is good. Yeah, yeah, nice, bro. I'm joined here with um, three of the boys, old Billy and old Broads and old Dougie. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Nice to meet you. What's up, brother? Nice to meet you, boys. How are you? Everyone good? Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, no, but sorry to keep you waiting, bro. Um, yeah, we uh, it's all good. A few technical difficulties, but good to go. All good, all good. Yeah, sweet. Um, sorry, this is uh Doug speaking. I'm translator for the Coke Boys, but um, yeah, we just want to talk to you a bit about. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, what we uh, what your journey's been like in rugby and um, how you're finding Japan. If that's all good. So easy, no issues. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, so, sorry, first I just want to ask, um, yeah, where did you, uh, I guess, start your rugby journey? Like, um, 
how to start. I had a look on the Hino website and um, there are a few interesting facts about you that I might ask later, but um, where did it all begin? Uh, so it started in uh, Sydney, Sydney, Australia. Uh, that's where it started. I started when I was like, I think three years old at my dad's like club. Um, but mum said the first couple of years, I was like just running around picking up grass off the floor, didn't really care about the rugby. Um, so I just started at West Juniors as my local club and then just went from there really. Just fell in love with the game through mum and dad. Mum's a Kiwi um, and dad played rugby um, pretty much when he was younger. So that's how I got into the game um, and it just sort of flowed from there. Nice, nice. Yeah, when uh, JK, I'm oh, sorry, I uh, didn't know if you knew but Got a new nickname for um, Joe Kamana, JK. Everyone's calling him that. So, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. lovely story. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, we'll just. Oh yeah. So uh, I think uh, yeah, Joe just didn't have his um, headphones on, so he couldn't really hear you that well. But sorry, yeah, we just bought a brand new headphone. Oh, no. it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Too technical. Yeah, yeah, still can't can't um, figure out how to use it, bro. <laughs> but yeah nice um and sorry you've been to a couple of clubs um but how was that uh how did that professional career start for you and um how have you ended up in japan what was that journey like yep um so from sort of club rugby in sydney uh got an opportunity down in melbourne yep in 2014 no, 2013 um and really enjoyed my time down there um sort of great bunch of guys everyone's sort of not originally probably especially when they started the team a lot of the guys weren't from melbourne mm-hmm. um so you sort of relied on each other a bit more outside the rugby um whether it's such settings or needing help off the field probably more than a lot of other teams um just because you had no support network so the guys in the team became your support network so that was an awesome experience and playing rugby uh, rising as well um down there, obviously meeting Joe. That's where I met Joe for the first time. So it was there till 2017. Um, and then obviously there was that weird period around who was going to leave, either the Force or the Rebels, someone was going to get kicked out of the comp. So I sort of saw that early Yeah, yeah. Um, and decided to head over to Japan for the first time and played at Honda in 2017. Oh, wow. Um, which was a really cool experience. It was like something very different, obviously – and at the time, Honda was in the Challenge League. Yeah. Um, so it was very much like going from Super Rugby to like playing in these. It was almost like going back to suburban rugby, but I really enjoyed it—the freedom of it. Um, you know, there's a lot of sometimes a lot of scrutiny in professional rugby. So to go back to the basics and why you play the game, just for the love of it, and passing foot around and experiencing new culture—that was awesome to do that at Honda. Yeah. Just Suzuka is probably a bit of a not a slow-paced lifestyle, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, slow-paced lifestyle. Um, but it, 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 it does make you, I guess, you have to jump straight into it. You can't get away with probably speaking a lot of English in that small town. Like, you probably couldn't Tokyo or Osaka. Um, there wasn't a lot of people that spoke Jap- uh, English. So it was a big, like, dive in head first and just see if I can survive. And I really enjoyed it um, down there. Um I then came back to the Rebels in 2018, spent a year there, and then went head over to New Zealand and played in the Mitre 10 and with the Chiefs in 2018-19, and then came over to Hino after that. Oh, nice. What a journey. What a journey. 
Yeah, I know. I've seen you've been to a few. Um, seen that you've been to a few teams, mate. Um, which team do you think um had the best culture? Oh, definitely like the the Kiwi teams. Yeah, I think I was very lucky that I ended up at two teams that really embrace, especially the Maori culture in um the Taniwha and the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was actually quite powerful being amongst two environments that did that. It was obviously um. Coming from Australia, um, we sort of don't probably integrate too much of our Indigenous culture. So to have that um, as part of the clubs, but in New Zealand, I really um, found that really enjoyable and very powerful to be a part of. Nice. Like doing huckers for the first time um, and all that sort of, and the songs we used to sing to people every time they came into our environment, um, yeah. Maldi songs, Fijian songs, common songs. So yeah, that was a really cool experience to be a part of those two environments. Yeah, nice. Um, got a got a little question over here um, from one of your boys that you played with at the Chiefs. He just um, asked, "Who was your yep. favourite teammate at, at the Chiefs, and um, who was the best uh, you've played at in Madden?" Oh, obviously, it wasn't Boogie Down Brown or Jesse Pardew. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. He was terrible at Madden. Um, yeah. No, nah, you probably uh, him and Alex Nankerville. I got on quite well um, in Hamilton, yeah. um, but they were really easy going bunch of guys there. Um, there was sort of no height, like not that there was in other places, but there was no hierarchy. Like you go talk to Brody Retallix or you go talk to one of the new young kids in the club and everyone was open. It all seemed like pretty even playing field. Everyone was open to feedback and criticism and just to be open with each other. So that's what I also found pretty cool with the Chiefs environment. Nice, yeah, nice. Um, no, sounds cool, especially because I'm, uh, you know, from Bay Plenty, uh, Chiefs are my local team, so, yeah. Um, yeah, a few guys have said yeah. that, that culture's really good there, so, um, yeah, struggling a little bit, struggled a little bit last year, but, no, nah, that's good to hear. Yeah, a little bit of the lady. Yeah. Um, a little and, bit that lately, the uh, season ahead. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, what a, like, you've come to Japan, this is your second time here, but uh, what kind of drew you to Japan first and, um... I guess, what were your first impressions when you came uh, to Japan for that first time? Um, I think the first time was just like a lot of unknown. Uh, Tommy Ellison played with, I played with him at um, Melbourne for the first couple of years I was here, and he was doing back and forth between us and Rico. Yeah. And sort of the stories that he raised um, and how different it was from Super Rugby and sort of like – a lot of freedom you had over here, especially a rugby player. It's sort of stress-free. It's sort of the, the beauty of rugby was sort of kept here right, without all the being bogged down with media and all these outside commitments. It was just rugby at its pure form. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also when we came and played the Sunwolves a couple of times, like just how amazing the crowds were and you walk around to the streets of Tokyo and everyone's so welcoming. Um, so that was obviously a little insight into Japan and I just wanted a bit more of it and, it just came at a perfect time. Like I said, there was a bit of controversy about a team being cut from Australian rugby. Um, it was going to be the also Rebels. So it just sort of all aligned pretty perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when arriving, yeah, it was sort of what I expected and then even way more. Um, the effort that especially Hino and Honda both went to to make sure that I was comfortable and I settled in properly and all the teammates were so welcoming. Like even though... I spoke very little Japanese at the start. They were doing their best to really help me out um, and just show the character of the people here. Yeah, yeah. Putting 
others before them and just being so selfless in how they go about helping people. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then just little things along the way just make you sort of fall in love with the place. Has there been anything you've struggled with while being in Japan? Oh, you know, it could be on field, off field? Um, yeah, I think sort of a few things around rugby obviously struggle. Like a lot of them aren't ad-lib footy players like you experience back home. Yes. It's very structured. And so you sort of learn early on with also the language barrier that you're just seeing different things. So it's just sort of yeah, there yeah. was a bit of TV issues earlier, but you sort of get over that and you start to see how they see the game and it's very different, which makes it exciting to yeah. um, understand how other people in different countries see it. And then nothing really off the field. Probably the only thing was, especially in Suzuka, a little bit now is I'm a big coffee drinker slash brunch eater yeah. and it's tough to get western breakfasts in japan yeah, or i guess a good latte yeah yeah that isn't filled with to the brim with like a liter of milk <laughs> hey, yeah. brother, it's so there's, that's probably interesting. <laughs> so um, yeah, sorry mate it's billy av um just a question um yeah what would you up uh, here we go <laughs> during your rugby career what would be your what would be your memorable moments Memorable moments. Um, probably person like definitely the first Super Rugby Cup and my 50th were pretty memorable moments. So, like obviously the first one is you always sort of dream of me playing Super Rugby as a kid and then you finally get it. And then to do it 50 times is pretty cool as well. Nice, nice. Um, and then I think on a personal level also like making the switch and sort of going to New Zealand and playing there. As an Australia, oh, even though Mum's a Kiwi, I grew up in Australia, mm-hmm. but always like everyone loved the All Blacks. But it always seemed like you know the Kiwis were on another level when you played them. Yeah. And but it's all like you know they're so good, yeah, yada yada. But then to uh, go over there and test myself and actually you know make the Chiefs and then play a quarterfinals with the Chiefs, I found that as a pretty cool moment for myself that I was able to sort of go over there and do that. Um, and then finally playing for the Barbarians in 2019 was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, yeah. What was that, uh, Barbar's environment like? Yeah, it's pretty, it it was interesting. I, we, we played with, uh, like I think 80% of the squad was the Springboks. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they, they had just come off the end of year tour. So obviously they end of season, not much preseason. So there's a bit of extra activities going on other than rugby. So that was obviously an unreal time. Yeah. Um, then I, I was sort of prepping for like, I guess, my first test match footy. We played Argentina. So it was sort of that balance trying to be like, get caught in the motions of, yeah, gun, like how good's rugby and all these things. But at the same time, preparing for, I guess, my first test match essentially. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, playing at Twickham was unreal. Oh, wow. Sounds amazing, eh? Like, yeah, you hear, um... got the win as well, so... Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah, about those, like, kind of that environment at the bar bars, it seems, like, quite unique. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, yeah. from there, uh, being able to play in such a big stadium uh, as well must have been, like, a mean experience, eh? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was quite interesting. Like, you sing the English national anthem because, obviously, Barbarians is tied to the English national anthem, oh, yeah. which is a bit weird. Everyone was just standing there because there's no English guys on the team. Um but it was cool to be at Twickenham, especially like one of the homes of rugby, um, to play a test match. Um, was pretty cool. Nice, nice. 
Yes, sir. Um, and yeah, sorry, don't want to keep you um, too long. No, it's uh, getting a bit late in Japan over here. But there's just one thing I want to ask you. Um, I was reading up on your Hino uh, profile, and it said uh, you're a you're a master at uh, chess. But is that true? Yeah, I try to be. Not many people <laughs> burst me over here, but I try to be. Nice. nice. Well, my my uh, my wife always thinks there's like I play online a lot, and she always thinks I'm bursting like young 10 year old in china or india they're probably beating me and i think i'm actually killing it but i'm bursting all these kids from around the world but, no, nice. but i don't mind a good i don't mind to dabble in a bit of chess oh cool cool um and then, yeah lastly yeah there's a few questions that we ask all our uh guests the first one is uh yep. what is your favorite food in japan but what also do you miss uh food wise from back home yeah odd one uh this first one because I've only had it a couple of times, but I just fell in love with it. We had it at a buffet when we were on uh, summer camp, but it's a uh, tempura rangpon, which is like oh, a lotus yeah. root. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, wow, absolutely nice. fell in love with that. Um, and then it would have to be maybe, I'm a big fan of shabu shabu. Oh, yeah, shabu shabu, beauty. Yeah. Mm. And what was the, sorry, what was the second part of that question? Um, oh, what foods do you miss from back home? Uh, it just has to be brunch, oh, yeah. probably. <laughs> That or a meat pie. Oh, Ooh. how good! Yeah. Sorry, meat pie. Like I've, I've got, I've got four and twenties from Costco, but they're sort of not really the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. What pies do you prefer, bro? The ones in um, Oz or NZ? Nah, New Zealand. Ooh. New Zealand so much better. Oh, so nice. much better. Beauty. So good, bro. I've got one question that Jesse's just um thrown at me. He's um he's gone and asked yep. me to um say uh, here we go, um. About the bus trip in Argentina with Peter Gus. <laughs> oh, it was just so we ended our we ended our uh, we ended our season in Argentina. Yeah. And um, there was just probably a bit too much of the good juice going through, and it was just him singing and dancing on the bus. It was pretty funny, but nothing too much of a story there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all good, man. We like to. Hear I think Jesse just found it. Jesse probably found it funny. <laughs> oh, no. but he was he was a good laugh in that bus nice it's probably like the perfect level of um won't get anyone in too much trouble so you can put on the podcast won't have to edit it out but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. that's the pg story eh? yeah yeah uh but no that's thanks it. again that's um it. for coming is there anything you want to ask us or anything uh or anything you want to i guess promote about yourself uh to our millions of uh listeners that we have every week uh, <laughs> before you go no no i'm good I, it's been an honor to come onto the show really cool thing what you guys are doing i actually was talking to uh hayden Cripps. Oh, i was yeah. like, i wonder if um how, how like japanese podcasts would go over here like rugby wise so i think you guys are onto a winner here because there'd be heaps of guys i can imagine back home wanting to know what japanese rugby is like should they come over so you guys are into a winner here so thanks for having me on nice cheers uh, it's good to have you bro. brother no worries all the best with your um recovery as well bro how's um how's your um what, what did you do pull your hammy or uh yeah i just tore my abductor great too oh bloody hell so how, how long are you up for man uh another few uh three weeks probably three or four weeks yeah, that's right. not ideal but it is mm. what it is yeah your first first game was it yeah, first game, first kick. Just, it was a bit sore going in, but yeah, I didn't think it was going to go. Like that. Yeah, yeah. No, all, all, all the best with your um, recovery, bro. Yeah, mate. No worries. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate your Cheers, time, bro. brother.
Too easy. Cheers, okay. guys. Cheers, Cheers bro. bro. Cheers, bro. Nice. Um, What's his nickname, bro? Hey. What's his nickname? Oh, everyone just calls him Debs, bro. Oh, Debs. Yeah. Oh, so Jack. You saying Jack? Was it? Yeah. Debs. Oh, you said like three I times. I said Debs three times. Right? <laughs> oh, his nickname. <laughs> I was gonna say Debs. <laughs> Uh, um, I think Tips every time we end a call you keep thinking we've stopped recording but uh, we're still we're still trucking along I love it I know good guest again Um, it's quite cool like to hear those kind of different stories and different avenues of how people find their way over Japan Um, but uh, nice and we might have to get um, Mr. Cripps on as well eh? Uh, he'd be another good guest he's another storyteller yeah (laughs) just like you eh Bill yeah, I'm full of stories. <laughs> but nice. Um, yeah, I think uh, we haven't gone through any of the results from this week, so might be good to just quickly go through a few of those if you guys are sweet, if you're keen. Yep. I, don't I haven't been watching footy, eh? Yeah. No, neither. I haven't. Because we're, cause we're playing at the same time, bro, yeah. we can't really... Um, Watch all the footy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Off days, See, relax all yeah. of Because I think this week, all the games, all the top league games were on Saturday. Yeah. And we were like on the plane as they were getting played. So we got off the plane, saw all the results and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I saw the highlights again on that YouTube um, channel that we've got uh, in our show notes. So if you're keen to have a look at any of the highlights, look on there. Yeah. It's pretty, man. It's pretty unfair, eh? Look at all the big teams, bro. Just yeah. like that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, yeah. you know, like same year, it's just different positioning. Whoever comes first, yeah, 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 yeah. I think the top four teams. Um, the only real kind of surprises, uh, or cool does not that much of a surprise, but they're normally like middle of the pack. Mm. But this year they're going real good. They play some good um, footy. So is Rico. Mm, yeah, um, but then also uh, the team that bet Rico. Um, Anna, who's that? Your brother's oh, yeah, team. Oh, Penner as well. Who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but what about uh, the big story that everyone's talking about? Uh, the Dokomo. Mm-hmm. Oh, last minute winner against oh, yeah. Rico, eh? That was, that was, that was just, just carrying the team. Oh, eh? carries, hard carries, eh? Um, but I think they're I all. I thought you were talking about refs, but yeah. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, some of the refs are making some terrible decisions, but um, it is what it is. Mm. But um, apparently, there was like um, refs talking on, apparently on Twitter or something, there was something put up. Oh, I think. Refs um, yes, yeah, uh, a few players game. or something. Posted something I saw, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, did like, you hear um, what they said and stuff? I I didn't see anything on refs posting stuff. Yeah, I've seen I just saw about people talking about refs. Like I've seen that about top league refs, like yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. Top I just saw like about it. a few players in the top league after their game or something. Were like, oh, I'm sort of complaining no. a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a bit of that, um, and I guess yeah, there's not um the I guess structure or like you know the makeup of how the refs um are kind of officiate over here like the environment for them is not that great over here like there's no real pathways I'm pretty sure talking to one of the refs um you said uh they get 5,000 yen per game um as kind of payment so that's what 50 bucks or something but they've uh, and they get obviously the hotel and stuff that they stay at if they're traveling, but they've got to buy their own meals and stuff when they're on those tours. So most of their 
uh, pay from that weekend goes to the food on that weekend. So you said um, they're basically just doing it for free. Yeah. Um, and most of them have full-time jobs. So I think that's part of the problem. Like there's a lot of teams in the companies. Um, everyone's investing in all these players, but yeah. the JIFU maybe isn't investing as much in the refs mm-hmm. and it's kind of hurting the game sometime but especially like the um the, the like the lower teams yeah yeah they like all the calls are just going against them mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah is that what um, they're talking about yeah i think yeah. that was what one of yeah. the tweets was in yeah something. i think it was from jack, it as well. jack lamb and um yeah uh nelly latu oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's the thing i've seen yeah i was gonna repost talking there, about the refs and stuff yeah it's on that um facebook page that japan oh one. yeah 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 japan um, rugby one so yeah, there's a um, yeah, there's a bit of talk on that stuff and like, um, I guess that's been something. I think it was a lot worse in the past. Apparently, there was like a mistranslation in one of the rules when they came over, and the Japanese game was just ref completely different, like twenty years ago than the international oh. ones. So when teams would come from overseas to play in Japan, like. Um, against Japanese teams the Japanese teams would win the foreign teams would get penalised like 20-30 times but then when you play with the international ref then the foreign teams will win kind of thing so that's kind of been a problem in the past Uh, it's kind of going I guess in the right direction but it's still a little way to go I think but yeah yeah there's been some good footy but it's just when you see the bigger teams in the the middle or middle or low ranked teams like you know what the result's going to be you know yeah 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 Sometime every year, you kind of want to see something interesting. Yeah. How, how would drafting go if if they were to have, to have a drafting system? Yeah, like because all the baseball teams over here, they do a drafting system with all the players coming out of high school. Um, so they are pretty much fully professional. So pretty sure all the top high school baseball players, they get drafted out to teams. Um, but in rugby, it's just you go through uni and then all the, I guess, top teams basically get first, first pick shots, you know yeah. um well maybe not necessarily first pick but all the players obviously want to go to those yeah. best teams so um wait like six years to, to play <laughs> i don't understand that or yeah. that's the same thing with um unis like all the good teams over here all the good unis have like four or five you know squads worth mm. but then those unis that struggle sometimes they can't even get a full 23 you know they, um you see them at the or even high schools you see them at the high school tournament some teams you know, they all line up at the start of the tournament. Some teams have, like, barely a team. The other guys have, like, 40 players and stuff. So um, I guess at the moment the way rugby is, if you're in one of those um, bigger high schools and you're more likely to get picked up by uni, if you're in one of the bigger unis, you're more likely to get picked up by a um, company. Mm-hmm. So that's why everyone goes to those teams. But if it's spread out more in those high schools and those unis, then all of the teams would be more even and, just make it a better spectacle. Yeah, I just think footy in general would be a lot stronger mm-hmm. if that was the case, you mean? Like, just to spread the good players out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least be a bit more competitive. Yeah, exactly, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the little teams go against big teams knowing, not knowing what the results would be, but like, you know, no. It's, it's like, like a pretty yeah, big upset. Well, like Even like um, Mazda, when I was at Mazda, mm-hmm. like um, if we're coming up against, like, say we're coming up against uh, Kintitsu. Yeah. Like, the boys will put their head down and just, like, we've already lost this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they won't even go out there and have a crack. But, yeah, yeah it's just, I don't know. Mm. Like, mm. Well, I think that starts with that high school stuff again. Like, yeah. Saga, which is a prefecture next to us. I think for the high school national tournament, um, most 
prefix just get one or two teams so all the teams have to verse in that prefecture first to see who's going to go into the national comp but in saga i think they got two good teams and all their rest don't really have that many numbers mm. so i was talking to one of the guys in our team who used to play for one of the top teams he said every time they play a game at high school in the they only play 60 minutes but it was a good game for them if they win 200 by 200 points Oof. in 60 minutes and the other team, points. their goal is to try and keep it to under 100 points and stuff. And that's what they were saying was normal. So this, this was Egger, our halfback. Yeah. And he said it was like, if you give it to a winger or something, if he doesn't score, doesn't matter where you're on the field, if he doesn't break the tackle and if he doesn't score, then he's not done well. Yeah. Like it's normal for them to score for basically every phase. Um, and that was just what it was like because everyone wanted to go to those big teams. So they had all the numbers. Um, and then the little teams just struggled to get numbers. So I think, um, yeah, for Japan to continue to grow, the best thing would be to have those kind of drafts and stuff and kind of try and spread the talent out starting at high school, I think. But yeah. I think it's just a lot of things are hard to change straight away. No, and at exactly, the moment, yeah. the best pathway for players promising places to go to those best high schools and to go to the best unis because mm-hmm. um, even like us I think in the past we've picked guys who hardly get a game in the top team at uni so they're in like the second or third team but they're from a strong uni so they're in the good environment so that's why the companies pick them up instead of like guys who are in maybe the second of uni comp who play a lot more but they're not from a well-known uni with mm-hmm. a well-known coach so um yeah i guess all the players are obviously kind of the place that is best for them but for the good of japan rugby it'd be good if yeah. it spread out a bit because yeah, i saw uh, santori they recruited at me the meiji captain the number eight. Oh yeah 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 like how many number eights do they want at santori <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah i just yeah. saw their sign i was like <laughs> Um, and yeah, I guess like for four years. it's um the obviously for Santori if they can get those guys out of uni because um, it's out of uni and they're normally going to be employees it's not like you have to pay them more per se you pay them whatever you'd pay a employee coming out of uni so it's not like it's a battle of who can pay the most oh, yeah, it's yeah. more like you know the environment that player's going to be like oh yo I'm in a team like Santori with all these big names I can learn and then yeah, Santori's yeah, yeah. like oh we've got one of the best you know young talents and it just that cycle is going to keep continuing you know all the big teams are going to get bigger and yeah, um, yeah. everyone else is just kind of fighting for those scraps but you reckon um, a draft would go well in Japan yeah I reckon why not eh? like if we put aside the the company like all the, um, the history and stuff and just mm-hmm. go look this is what we can do to, to grow footy yeah I reckon it will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, majority of the majority of the, the, uh, the outstanding players are from Fukuoka, anyways. So, yeah. Ah. Well, was that a statement? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like a lot of the guys who are playing international level are from Fukuoka. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just shows you like, and Kola, we're not doing the best. You know, we could do better, mm-hmm. but you know, if we had some of those players, you know, we'd, we'd probably. Be champions in top league, but no. Nah, that's just a funny joke tonight. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good for talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, a draft would be mm-hmm. ideal. ideal yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a good Jinx. idea too, yeah. Oh, draft would be... Mm-hmm. We'll be reading books, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, trying to get a bit of knowledge, bro. Uh, ideal. Let me um, use that word first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
You're a dictionary, mate. <laughs> but yeah, no, we haven't even gone over the results. Oh, yeah, just, um, yeah, sorry, yeah. No, this is only because the scores have been like blowing yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, I know. I just looked at yeah, the scores. Yeah. Oh, big team, big well, team. Yeah, I know, big team, big team. Okay, let's talk about uh, the draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's talk about the only good game was um, the Red Hurricanes and the Black Rams. Yeah, it was a close. Everything else was mm. like 30, 40 points. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, most of them were at least 40 points, eh? Centauri um, and uh, Sanix, that was a bit of a cricket score there. Yeah, uh, 75-10. Um, I think Bodie Barrett got like 20-something points out of that 75 or something, so he had a big... Yeah. Or Especially if you're kicking goals and you win by 70, then you're going to get a lot of points, I think. Yeah. But. Especially their number eight as well, man. He's a pretty um, strong carrier, eh? Um, Hendrick? No, nah, nah, not Hendrix. Hendrix oh, was they, playing they six, the, the Uni. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hendy's playing six now. Um, Seen one of his runs off the um, off the kickoff. He ran it back into the 22. Oh, true. The, oh, yeah, yeah, Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. Like, far out, just playing touch. <laughs> Trains to the tackle. Uh, nah. But even Samu Karevi, he was running a muck in that game as well. Yeah. It's just throwing offloads left, right and centre. I think, like, yeah, the first two weeks were... Because the teams reversing each other were like a similar similar level, so there were a lot yeah. of tight games. But I think this week, just because it was kind of like the top half teams against second half teams, um, that's why everyone's kind of yeah, I wouldn't say disappointed, but that's why all of the stuffs come out suddenly. I think yeah. that's why we want a draft. Yeah. Hashtag bring the draft or get the draft. Uh, no, mind. Just over hearing because when you go back home, that's all people who are. Rugby fanatics, that's all they talk about is Panna, Suntory. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you go, oh, there's Cannon. Like, oh, is Cannon how you mean like? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't hear about these other yeah, teams. Yeah, you mean like Kubota, all mm-hmm. these teams, like, all they hear is like. Yeah. You know, it would be good for us to grow the sport, you know. Mm. So I think that's why, like, I guess guys like TJ and Mapimpi going to Dokomo, who yeah. didn't win a game last year. Now they've won three in a row against like pretty good opposition three as well. Shot, so, mm. um, just kind of that balance is that balance of the foreign players as well. Mm. Um, spreading out that talent kind of helps, and they're trying to become a lot more professional. And to be professional, I think it needs to be a really competitive compé. So, um, just want all the teams to do well, and um, yeah. Hundred percent. Well, what was the scores last week, though? Um, who? Santori and um, Sanex was seventy-five ten. We go to Kobe Steelers against Hino, fifty-two-seven to Kobe. Yeah. And that one, um, like it started quite close, but just I think blew out in blew the out end. Blew out in the end, eh? Um, that kind of seems to happen a lot. I think um, most of the games, like maybe first half or first thirty minutes, a bit it's yeah. a bit tight. Like Panasonic was quite tight at the yeah, start. It was like eleven 0 for mm-hmm. Huawei. But then, yeah, ended up being 47 nil, I think, so yep. against Kenan. Kobe, who do they have? Um, Aaron Cruden at 10? Um, Kobe, yeah, I think he came on second half. They had oh, um, yeah. uh, Quasi um, Hayden Parker at 10. Yeah. Well, start. They've got like two world class 10s there. Yeah. Two guys who normally start super rugby. Got a, yeah. B, and C. Um, yeah. And then got, you know, Ben Smith playing on the wing because they've got uh, the Japan fullback Naka. Um, Tim Lafayette um, playing at centre but jumps on the lineouts now. Yeah, 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 so there. <laughs> Just uh... <laughs> when are you going to jump on the lineout, bro? Tim, you were in. When I lift this can lift. <laughs> <laughs> you were in um, the lineout in my first year, when you? We had like a 11 man lineout special when you were in there. 
You can yeah. play lock, eh? Oh, honestly, I <laughs> you're pretty tall, you know. Yeah, probably the tallest in the team. Be good to throw you off. Be good to throw you off in the line. Bit of height. Probably win a lineup for once. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got another course. Oh, no. He's got another course. No. I was out of the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a five man. Straight away, you just got another course. Isn't it cool? It's actually got his job. No call. Bounce. Talk about the bounce. Do you got an ADA? No, no. Just to put it out there. No, no, no. It was a five man. I was out. No, I was out in the back. <laughs> well, you're a forward. You should be taking that too. You Sorry, for nah. we got that off track. But yeah, I think uh, was throwing in the lineups, <laughs> they weren't going up. So I'm still, I'm still crying. Was that Toops? Yeah, he was. What does he do? Just extra warm ups. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, before we go off track too much, yeah. I think we've been talking for a little while, um, yeah. gone off track about seven times, so it might just go straight into our Japan Word of the Week, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were talking a bit about the uni system, so, uh, Broads, uh, question, do you know what university is in Japanese? It's one that we would never say out uh, there, but it's one that you might have oh, heard. I've learned. It starts with K. I've learned, I learned what a university yeah. student is called. Okay. I can't remember. Oh, oh okay. Because uh, it would be that, but yeah. it's just got an extra word on it. Or university student oh. is. It starts with D. Daiga, is it? Nice. Daiga, good. Nice, nice. She's got that confidence, bro. Yeah, I'm online learning, you know. So if anyone's uh, <laughs> wanting to come over after high school, like our guest from last week, um, Dallas did, then you'd be going to Daigaku, you know. Daigaku. Oh, he, ex- he was actually here from Kokoi from yeah, high school. Kokose. But, was it um, Kokose? Kokose, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, if you put yeah. Se on the end. Student, Yeah, so Shogakuse, primary school student, uh, Chugakuse, yep. intermediate, and then Daigaku. or junior high school. Daigaku. And then Daigakuse is uni, Kokose high school student. So, yeah. nice. Oh, cheers, boys. Before we uh, yeah, start getting a bit silly, yep. get a uh, cuddle off there. but. So really. <laughs> Yeah, Billy. Billy just loves shooting the fires. He knows the only thought he is a rose, and he likes throwing them under yeah. the bus. I think. Right, you got angry, eh? It wasn't me. Come in. Oh, he's Orlando, eh? Yeah, come in a little bit, boss. Oh, We've been on forever. Yeah, um, nah, sweet. Yeah, nice. Hurt my feelings. Oh, talk at you again later in the week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.